BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Previously on Secluded Thoughts. Anyway, so there was that child. And then if we go to the community in general, you know, like other um, family members, you know, just, just like everybody else in my life outside of my parents, I just felt like I did not really always have the support that I would have wanted or that I would have liked from other people in my life now part of that in hindsight I realized I wasn't even really able to accept it because by then I had already become a strong independent woman who doesn't need no man or doesn't need anybody but I, I digress I feel like and here's the thing we can be even I am no longer subscribing to the whole strong, independent woman thing. But even when I was there, let me tell you, you even if you're there now, you can say that you are a strong, independent woman and all of these things all you want. Deep down, you want people to help you. You still want people to help you. You still want to feel supported. You still want people to care for you the way you care for them but because you have felt like you have been forced to be independent right you're not strong by choice you're strong because you have no choice you never had a choice but if you had to choose you wouldn't choose that but that's just your norm that's what you're used to so now it's like you don't really know how to function outside of that because now you already don't feel safe You've been disappointed too much. You don't know how to let people in. Regardless of what you say about this strong independent thing, regardless of how much you boast about it, you don't actually like being there. Nobody does. I don't believe that. Even when I was there, I didn't like it. I didn't like the fact that I had to do everything for myself. I didn't like it. I would have much rather had more help than I did But that just wasn't my life, okay? But in reality, regardless of how much I tried to 
take care of myself, etc. I still always wished that I had more support than I did. I wished that the way I would go out of my way for other people, I wished other people did that for me, right? Back then, I was still living for validation. I was, you know, like my ambition, everything I did, everything I did back then was to prove a point to somebody else. I had to prove to my mother that I was enough and that I wasn't a burden. Because the thing is, let me just say this, we, <laughs> we didn't grow up like poor, but we, we weren't middle class either, you know, like we, 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 were, we were trying to get by, you know, like there are several aspects of my childhood that I enjoyed, but the, I, there's one thing I do remember is like my mother complaining about bills and stuff like that. Because like I said, we did not have, I did not have a silver spoon or anything like that. And when I would hear my mother complain about bills and stuff, like it made me feel like I ruined her life because she had me when she was young. So I used to feel like she would be better off if she never had me, if she didn't have another mouth to feed. So I felt like I had to be independent to take care of myself to make her life easier because you don't want to be a burden to the people you love, right? I didn't want to be a burden to her subconsciously. That's how I felt. So that's another reason why I was so ambitious and I wanted to do A, B, and C. I felt like if I had to I felt like if I did these things then I wouldn't have to deal with that I wouldn't be a burden to her and I could prove that my father was useless and that I never needed him if I could have a great life without him right everything I did was about proving a point to somebody else none of it was for me I was smart I am smart but I was getting straight A's. I was doing all of this and I was never proud of myself. That's the thing about when you live for other people's validations and when you want success to prove a point to somebody else, you are rarely ever proud of yourself because you're not doing it for you. You are not doing these things for you. I wasn't doing this, these things for me. It didn't matter to me that I got good grades if my mother wasn't proud of it. It did not matter to me that I was a good student because nobody else was validating that. I was living for other people's validation. I wanted other people to clap for me more than I clapped for myself. I never clapped for myself. And that's the main difference with that whole revenge success thing. You don't, you're not living for you. You're not doing it for you. So you'll never be satisfied. You just keep trying to chase things to make other people proud, to say F you to other people who didn't support you, right? Because if they didn't support you and you make it, it's like, see, I never needed y'all. I never needed y'all. Or now you, some people want to flaunt it in other people's face. Some people want to make other people feel bad, like those people made them feel bad, etc. The point is you are not doing it for you. You have a lot to be celebrated for you have a lot of wins under your belt but you don't even recognize that because everything you're doing is for somebody else that's what I was doing right everything about my ambition not everything but in terms of this specific area 
A lot of it was to prove something to somebody else. A lot of it was for me to say, you know what, it doesn't matter that people didn't support me. It doesn't matter that I had to do all of these things for myself because I made it and I didn't need anybody. So F you. And like hopefully feel like my pain, that that younger version of me, hopefully feel like that pain wasn't for nothing because I made it. But still, all of it was for other people. So let's talk about the turning point, right? Thanks for tuning in to this week's recap. If you enjoyed that snippet, make sure you check out the full episode listed in the title and the description. And tune in every week on Tuesdays and Thursdays for more recaps. Also, if you know someone who needs to hear this, make sure you share this episode with them. Or if you would like to share it with your followers, because maybe you think a few people who follow you should probably hear it for whatever reason. Screenshot the episode and share it on your Instagram story and tag me at secluded.thoughts. Thanks again for listening and make sure you subscribe and leave a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. And I will talk to you on the next episode.